Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi there, and welcome to Oaktown Boys, Season 3, Episode 28. How you doing, Corey? I'm not too bad. How are you, Dan? I'm good. I'm good. We It has not been that long since we last did this. No, it has not. It's somewhat of a special, special situation. Um, I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to Europe. Going to Amsterdam. Euro trip. Going to Scotland. A little bit of London. Um, so wish me luck. Think good thoughts. I've never been across the pond before. It's going to be great. Be um, so, so yeah, we're recording this on Monday the 18th to be released on Friday the 22nd. So the only thing that has changed since we talked to you last is we got swept by the Padres. Yeah. Wasn't great, honestly. It was not great. In fact, I kind of thought, we would beat up on the Padres. The Padres are like the only team having a season that is relatably disastrous to the A's. Yeah, the I mean, even with the Yankees getting it together now, you know, I mean, it really is. And like I guess the Padres, are, the Padres are also lightweight getting it together a little bit. There's a couple like, of teams that have had terrible seasons. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, you know, I really thought we had a chance to win a series. And yeah, we got swept. So it kind of stinks. Honestly. kind of um, stinks. And... Aside from like game one, aside from Langliers and Rooker homering, wasn't that great? Sean Newcomb did poorly, which was sad. Totally he, thought he was untouchable. I, th- you know, I think um, expecting him to have like a point four five ERA for the duration of his A's career as a starter was probably a little bit unrealistic. There were going to be some bumps in the road, um, and like the stuff didn't look terrible. Honestly, like he didn't look like he had completely lost everything that was working for him. He just kind of had a clunker. That's true. We'll call it. Um, but so yeah, still, still love the guy. Still very happy to see him pitch maybe a few more times and hopefully lock himself down a spot in the rotation next year. You know, that would be nice. Devin Sweet got touched up for the first time. He did. He did indeed. It was not good. Gave it up was, a big home run. Yes. Um, similarly. I think uh, not super mad at the stuff, but it has worked less effective. It worked less effectively against the Padres than it had prior to that series. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, eight to three, game one, not very fun. Um, game two also kind of not very fun. <laughs> uh, five to two, 
We did out hit them nine to six. Yeah, it was what's his name? It was Waldron. What's his name? Yeah, Matt Waldron. Matt Waldron. He's a knuckleballer. Yeah, um, and it was looking, you know, pretty knuckleball-y. You know, it was uh, fluttering up there, and they couldn't really figure it out. He's got a good line. One walk, five strikeouts, yeah. two earned runs. Um, let's see. Geloff got him in the sixth inning for a solo homer. Of course he did. Um, Butler had two hits. Nick Allen doubled. Um Kemp stole his fifteenth base. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but just not a lot, not a lot going well for the A's. Mason Miller had his maybe worst outing ever as a yeah. major leaguer. Gave yeah. up two hits, one inning, uh, two runs, walked three, struck out two. Yeah, and then Medina came in and was like, okay, I guess Man. you know. Um, Four walks, seven Ks. They, you know, yeah. made two errors. It was. <laughs> Just ugly. Not this series was reminiscent of what happened like early, early in the year. You know, I mean, obviously Zach Galoff wasn't there, so this was like cooler because Zach Galoff was around. But I mean, there's just they weren't they were not firing on all cylinders. We'll not put even it like remotely. that. Um, just where there wasn't much. I mean, this you know, as you as as we just said, game one wasn't very competitive. I mean, even this game, this game was closer. But I mean, they were down, and it never really felt like they made it solid effort to come back you know mm. um they're looking sort of lifeless yeah maybe maybe here's the difference we're in early in the year they were looking lifeless now they're looking out of gas you know we, they, and we expect a little bit more yeah yeah and they and they're you know i, I don't think it's uh they're not like what was really worrying early on was they were like bad and nobody seemed to care. Like there was like they were bad and it didn't really seem like anyone was going to get better. Right. You know, like it yeah. seemed like what everyone's performance was was just like bad. True, like, true, rock bottom. And everybody was kind of like, whatever, we just stink. And it was like, no, this is like really bad. <laughs> now it's a it's kind of a disappointment. Like I know that they don't stink this bad. They they are better than they played in this Padres series, which is you know that's a win in and of itself. I didn't know if I was going to be able to like say that at any <laughs> point this year. So we're frustrated. It's a it's a feeling we yeah. like feeling again. I'm just now noticing we have Lucas Easton Lucas and Lucas Airsig. Yeah, I think that's going to be real confusing. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And at least one's you know they're they're they have different handedness, so they do. It'll it'll be easier to. Um, we'll talk about a little bit about Lucas Airsig later on because I got some Lucas Lucas, that was, uh, Lucas Airsig stuff. Five two loss. Then the big 10-1 loss. Uh, yeah. uh, I did watch too much of this game. <laughs> Juan Soto homered twice, including a grand slam. Yeah. Manny Machado had a couple hits. Sander Bogarts had a couple hits. Several other players had a couple hits. The A's had six hits total. Um, they did get a home run from Rooker. He's up to 26. And it was the Major League debut of Joe Boyle. Who was pretty sick. Who was really cool. I retweeted something about his ERA, or I'm sorry, his uh, stuff plus numbers, and they look good. Yes. The the numbers like his pitches, as the eyes did. Mm-hmm. One hit, two walks, four strikeouts, and three innings, and he throws 100. So we've got another flamethrowing starter caliber young guy suddenly that might just have a future in the rotation. Totally. Um, Ken Waldachuk. <laughs> it's all evening. Waldachuk and Sweet, both not great. 
Well, you know what? Ken Walachek didn't walk anybody. Um, that's true. But these are the kind of outings he needs to avoid if he doesn't want his ERA to be five five point four. You know, because um, you know he gave up give six runs, give six runs in four innings. Mm-hmm. You can have two like good outings, and then this, and the numbers don't look that good. You know, like it's I so and I and I wonder if another year. Like, you know, another offseason under these guys' belts if they're going to maybe be able to minimize these, like, complete meltdowns, you know. Um, I see a world where I definitely have more optimism about Ken Waldachuk right now, but I see a world where, like, Ken Waldachuk and Kyle Moeller are pretty awesome lefties. I'm less optimistic about Moeller, but yes, I agree. Yes, as, as like... And a, it, but it take, it's going to take something tw- tweaking a little bit, whatever yeah. that might be, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they skunked us real good in this one. They should go to driveline. Like if they're not, they should go. Yeah, talk to some people outside of the A's organization, yes. see what they have to say about their stuff. I think talking to some, I think talking to people outside the A's organization about pretty much anything at this point is I much mean, better than talking to people in the A's organization. Um, but yeah, I mean, we struck out sixteen times. Um, mm. it just, against Dan Avila. Right? Is that his name? Al Avila? Well, I mean, there's Nick Martinez opened and, like, carved us up completely. Um, and then, yeah, Avila. Pedro Avila. Pedro Avila. Um, Not yeah, it just wasn't three different pitchers with five strikeouts for the Padres. You don't see that very often. Um, but, I mean, thank God Ricker homered. We didn't get shut out. I, I am starting to get a little bit suspicious that we're not going to score a whole lot of runs over the last couple of weeks of the season here. You know, probably not. Um, we just aren't generating as much offense as we were like over that, maybe like three week period of time where we were good all of a sudden. Zach Geloff is still good, but everybody else kind of fallen off a little bit. Brent Rucker. That's true. Brent Rucker is I, one of my like little personal goals for them is like, I want, Noda's OPS to be over 800, and I want Rucker's OPS to be over 800 for the season. And they're both close. Man, Noda had a four strikeout game. Yeah, he did yesterday. But he's walked. I think he's walked twice today, at least. I don't. I don't know if he has any hits, but he's walked twice. So he's he's working. He's back on his OPS is both. You can walk. It helps. Um, but that was our last season, our series to the Padres. (laughs) Uh, My Um, moment of the week. Was the Joe Boyle debut. Man, I get so excited seeing a dude throw 100 in the A's uniform. It's yeah. so fun. And, and he was locating pretty well. He was doing fine. Let's just you know? hope that their arms hold up. Um, my moment of the week was Bob Melvin was in town with the Padres. And he was talking very glowingly about Oakland and his experience in Oakland. And he is, you know, he was, if you read between, you don't have to read that far between the lines. But if you read between the lines, he's a strong proponent of the team staying in Oakland and uh, making whatever happens to facilitate that happen. Um, so Bob Melvin, his team sell. He didn't say it officially, but he doesn't have to say it. He's Bob probably Melvin, wearing his team a sell shirt underneath his jersey. I mean, I jersey. think, honestly, and I felt this way when it happened, like Bob Melvin's greatest active like protest against A's ownership was just leaving. You know, like, and he didn't even do it like in an ugly fashion or anything. But he, I mean, in a perfect situation, Bob Melvin coaches the A's until he retires. You know, what I mean, there was no mm-hmm. reason for him. There's no like good reason for him to leave. But they, I think they were just like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna blow this mother up. 
like we're done we're trading we're trading everyone like we're we're gonna we're trading everyone and we're kind of trying to get not very good guys so that like we're not very good and he's probably just like okay well you know like i'm not gonna do no, that thank you like i'm not gonna do that so i think hearing him i was always a little bit suspicious of that that he left kind of well i mean i bet you they showed him the door a little bit also but i mean i he i know i i, I knew he wanted to stay and it seems like every time he talks about it it was like he feels like, I mean, it seems like every, what Olsen says when they talk to him, what Chapman says when they talk to him, what everybody says when they talk to him yeah. is like, yeah, ideally it would have worked out there. You know, like ideally we all would have been able to play together for at least a contract, you know, like yep. see what we could have done. So, um, and also I just love Bob Melvin, you know, like I'd seeing Bob Melvin is seeing Bob Melvin in Oakland is one of my favorite things of the moments of the year, just cause I love Bob Melvin. Um, so yeah, that it was good to see Bob Mel. I wish the season was going better for him, and I hope he doesn't get canned. But yeah, it's a bummer how things have worked out for him over there. Um, so here we are. Recap. We're like so at the end. Little uh, little peek behind the curtain. We're this isn't the last episode of this season, but this is going to be um, the like wrap up episode because Cor's going on vacation. So we're, we're, what we're going to do when he's back from vacation is going to be during the playoffs. So we're probably going to do, we're doing a fantasy thing at the end. We're picking fantasy guys at the end of this. And then that'll go through that episode. So we'll do, that'll be the last fantasy thing. And then we'll do some playoff stuff. And then we'll be like done with the season. That sounds accurate. Um, And then, yeah, we were talking about it before we started. And we've got some, we'll probably have some stuff over the summer for you. But not every week, I wouldn't say. Um, So we got this one and we got one more. And then it's on a season four. Season four. Wow. So uh, that's let's like see. when that's like when you start getting deep into character builds and yeah connections. Yeah, totally. Season four. Totally. You you can you can circle back to something that you brought up in a previous season. We're have it be like a callback. Halfway to a movie. We are. And maybe like a holiday special. <laughs> I think we might even be able to get the holiday <laughs> special early. You know. Like holiday maybe special, maybe after year. next season. Yeah, hey, who knows? We'll start out. negotiating as soon as we can. Twenty twenty three. Um, but anyway. So this is uh, we haven't discussed this yet. This no. is going to be fully off the cuff. Yeah. We're going to go through some awards. Who is our team MVP? This is tough, and I'm and it's um, it's tough for a completely different reason than I would have thought. It would have been if you would have asked me at the, like the beginning of the year. You know, I thought I would have been having a hard time right now because like everyone had a terrible year and nobody was really valuable. We did not have a great year, but that doesn't mean that no one's been valuable. Right. Um, I think maybe Ryan Noda. Ryan Noda is a decent answer. Uh, it's hard not to immediately think of Zach Geloff. Yeah. And, you know, it's... It's the age-old question. Did he play enough games? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think for me, Geloff has been good for sure, but I just don't I don't think quite enough, you know? But also, I mean, I think the, the numbers have been, like, so amazing in the time. I mean, he's definitely been our most valuable in terms of, like, production on the field. But, I mean, you know, Brent Rutgers, Brent Rutgers is making a push at 30 homers. That's a pretty good year. Ryan Noda for a Rule Five rookie is like incredible, you know. Um, but so I think like 
I think we can give it to not Zach Geloff because Zach Geloff is going to get like at least one other award on this list. Okay, so you have a point there. <laughs> um, I think actually, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give co MVPs. I'm going to give co MVPs to Rucker and Noda. I think. I think that's a beautiful choice. Um, um, for the record, the statistics, the wars. Uh, JP Sears leads the team with 2.5 WAR. And JP Sears has been. We were talking about it right before. I mean, that he's one of the most impressive things is he's just taking the ball every day. Exactly. And that's how he's he's done it, and he's put up decent numbers a lot of the time. Yeah. Good numbers sometimes, bad numbers sometimes. Um, but, yeah, that massive work, 2.5 war, makes total sense to me. Yeah. Second place, Zach Eloff at 2.1, which he's done in two and a half months, roughly. Um Tied with Ryan Noda, also at 2.1. Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay. I feel good about saying Noda can be the MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brent Rooker's got 1.5, probably just because of significant less time in the, the field. And, you know, maybe doubtful he would have done as good defensively yes. as anyone else. Yes. Um, but, yeah, looking at the other names, Seth Brown kind of popped in my mind. He didn't end up playing a big role this year. Well, he was he missed he hurt he was hurt, he missed time, he was down. But now I think he's – I mean, now he seems to be himself. Austin over, Pruitt over gets an honorary – he gets a fifth-place MVP. Vote. Austin Pruitt, if we don't he's got shoehorn – war. If we don't shoehorn Austin Pruitt into one of these awards that we have listed on here, I think then we'll make one up for him at the end. Because like Austin Pruitt, there was nothing to root for for weeks, and except for the fact that Austin Pruitt was kind of like shoving randomly every like second or third appearance, and uh, so yeah, we'll figure something out for him because Austin Pruitt was on this team, baby. <laughs> He was. <laughs> he was on this team. Uh, does he fit in at Cy Young? Maybe that's maybe so that's who is the Cy Young. Maybe that's we'll, we'll we'll do a little sub one right now. Most on this team <laughs> is Austin Pruitt. Austin Pruitt was absolutely on the A's this season. Um, the Cy Young. I mean, I Cy Young's Sears, right? I think it's JP Sears. Um, if a, a because as you Sample for the reasons size. you listed, JP Sears had a pretty good year. All things considered, he did. Um, you know, like not great, but he was worth. He was he was worth wins. You know, he did something. You know, if he was terrible, the bar would be negative. You know, like he was. And I think I looked. His ERA plus is like ninety two, which isn't amazing. He he has given up. I remember this. He's given up thirty one homers in one hundred and fifty eight innings, which is too much. Yeah, it's too much. So, yeah, so um, he and Waldachuk are the only people to throw over 100 innings. He's got 157. Waldachuk's at 130. Medina's next at 98, shockingly. Mm-hmm. Um, so between J.P. Sears and Waldachuk, if you're going to, like, make a sample size cutoff, I'd say clearly J.P. Sears. It's J.P. Sears. If you're looking at ERA+. plus, Mason Miller? I don't see him. Um, somehow, it's only 121 for Mason Miller. I think the last outing must have really done him in. He's only at 26 innings. Hmm. Uh, Zach Jackson, 18 innings. He's got 167. Dude, he got hurt here to shoulder, right? Yep. Um, we are, this is going to sound like a joke, but this is not a joke. I am legitimately bummed 
that we didn't get to see a full season from him. Me too. Because he might have, it might have been, and you know, if he can get back healthy next year, Zach Jackson was like legitimately looking good. He was like a number eight or eight inning guy. Yes, perfect. So eight that, inning and guy. You, so there, there may be. I, I'm glad we got that on record because if Zach Jackson comes out and is totally shoving next year, it's it like people are going to be surprised. But it's like we shouldn't be surprised. He was shoving this year before he got hurt. Um, but I think it is JP Sears because no one else is even close to respectable overall. Yep. Let me quickly just follow that up with John Newcomb's rocking a 140 ARA plus in 15 innings. And our boy, Austin Pruitt, 138. Oh. In 48 innings. So, I mean, maybe he does deserve the Cy Young Award. I don't know. He was, he's was. he got the most on the team award. He essentially has the best ERA plus for anybody that pitched over 45 innings. That's... That is the award that's the that award. he gets. <laughs> Highest ERA plus among anyone who pitched at least 45 innings. Austin Pruitt. <laughs> we'll try and fit it on a cake. <laughs> um, what did Trevor May end up at? He's 114. Okay, how, many saves, how many saves does he have? He's got 19 saves. I feel, I'm starting to get a real bad feeling. He's going to end the year stuck on 19 saves. And it's going to be like a... We may not win again. It's possible. It's going to be like a spot on my back that I can't scratch. All right. Well, yeah. J.P. Sears wins the Cy Young Award. Yes. Uh, rookie of the Year. We're just too old school. We haven't bought into the analytics yet. No. Team Rookie of the Year is unanimously Zach Geloff. Yes. Absolutely. Zach, he's been so good. I feel like we should maybe give him also one of the pitching awards just because the pitchers he, have been so bad. We can probably find another spot. You know, <laughs> like he's he, he, he deserves is, to win two awards. It's almost like I don't even want to start talking about him because I, I, we've talked about him a lot, but he's just in. It, he's two things. He's been like amazing, and I mean it's it's rookie season. It's like a, still a fairly small sample size of a rookie season, so it's like I'm still want to temper a little bit. You know, like I do. I'm I'm loving it, but there is also a big part of me that's like, I am also very much looking forward to him coming out next year and OPSing like 870 over the first two months, so I can be like, okay, yes, this is just what this guy does. Mm-hmm. You know, like he walk he rolls out of bed and he hits. You know, I'm ready for a nice five plus war next year. Yeah, um, yeah, but I mean, easily a- probably the easiest rookie of the year award that and like you know, I mean, we've only been doing this. But if we were doing, if we've been doing this every year for the last twenty years, this would be the easiest one we've ever given out. Absolutely, you know. And I mean, man, I, there's a hardcore side of me that's tempted to say, like, sorry, Ryan Noda, Brent Rooker, Zach Galoff's the MVP. He's the MVP. He does I mean, have well, a higher war. Well, and it's also, and he, you know, who knows? He may have like five more homers in him left left he this might. year. And I mean, at, if that happens while you're in Europe, then we're definitely coming back on next episode and being like, sorry guys, it's Galoff. We're 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 after the fact changing the award. It's Galoff. But um, yeah, he's been amazing. He's been amazing. Reliever of the year. Is it Austin Pruitt? It just might be. I think we. It's we, Austin Pruitt. We did already I mean, give him an award. It's very specific. <laughs> it's awesome. It's either Austin Pruitt or Trevor May, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Because I think Trevor. I mean, I Zach Jackson, unfortunately. Lucas Ersig has is in the conversation, but seventy eight. Uh, ERA plus. Yeah. No thanks. Um what's what's May at? ERA plus wise? 
Um, he was at one fourteen. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pruitt. I mean, somehow, I think we should give it to the guy to a guy that's still pitching for in our bullpen. I'm with that. You know. Um. So I think probably Trevor May. Trevor May, it is. Um. I can't. I can't even really think of any other like super solid candidates. It's really just Trevor May and Austin Pruitt. Um. So Trevor May. Trevor May, maybe the most, maybe the one award you could have predicted at the start of the season. Yeah, actually, it's maybe and maybe Geloff. You might have been able to. That's true. Might, we might have been able to see a world. Well, we were hopeful that it might happen, and then all of a sudden it just like happened. It was like whoa. You know, like we were talking about how we might see them. We're hoping to see him at one point in the season. And we got to see him for like a long time. Yes, we did. Minor league player of the year. Is there anything that comes out to you immediately? I mean, I know Ernais is, is playing really well. I mean, there I know there are a lot of dudes down there doing well. Butler was having a great, Butler was having a big year. Um, Denzel Clark had a good year. Brett Harris. Yeah, um, I'm sure there are a lot of dudes that we're not even talking about right now that had been. It was the, I feel a lot better about the farm system than I was expecting to at this point, you know? I'm tempted to say we should give it to Soderstrom. Just like he kind of represents the next wave. He does. He He didn't really get his feet. He's not quite there yet. He didn't quite get going in MLB. No. Um, But I guess I'd probably say him, Butler, Aaron Eyes. I'm, I'm tempted to say Aaron Eyes. He is. He's probably going to be super good. I think he's going to be good. Um, but I player of the year. Man. That's tough. Let's go with Aaron Eyes. I like sure. Aaron Eyes. Most fun. Tony comes to mind. I was going to say Tony Kemp is kind of like. He did do a lot of. He made a lot of sweet plays. He did. Um, Ruiz has been fun. Yeah, Ruiz is, but also frustrating. Yeah, like I disappointing at times. I would say. What kind of a swing was that right there? Um, Tony Kemp, probably, unless something else comes to us. Or I mean, this could, this could go to Mason Miller. Man, it's super fun to watch. You know, different kind of different meaning of the fun award, but equally correct. We'll do, we'll do one of each. Yes, we position can do player. That. We have lots of power. Posi- here. Position player pitching. All fun right. pitcher, fun position player. I like it. Um, I think probably Tony, like just all around, because he popped a couple homers this year too. You know, I mean, he was stole fifteen bags. Yeah. Um, I think Tony's like the most was fun. downright terrible to start the season yes. and then yes. turned it around. Yes, and actually we um. Remember we tweeted that thing. He, he he tweeted the picture of the dude talking about breaking the slump, and he was like With the dinosaur. Yeah, quote? I believe in dinosaurs. Who is that? Like Mookie Wilson? I don't even. And know. He's like, I believe in dinosaurs, and if I believe in dinosaurs, they believe in me, and if I believe in me, then I can get a hit. And Tony Kemp posted on Twitter, and we reposted it. I one of us reposted it. It was like I've never seen someone so close to being like about to break out of a slump. And then he got hot, and he liked it. He did like it. So it was he, beautiful. And he and he did he I, he didn't get hot right away, but he he did get hot at some point after it started. So, you know, it worked. 
to a certain point. Thank you, Tony Kemp, for all um, you do in the community, including liking our tweets. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, even, and I mean, it's, if we're doing a recap, which we are, if it's his last season as an A, which it could be, he was great. He was, he was like literally everything that we needed him to be in like whatever capacity. I think he's probably, I don't know if he'll be like a manager one day, but he'll be in baseball. You know, I mean, he's seems to be a guy that like everyone likes. We should know. make this list that it doesn't exist yet, but like our list of favorite A's players that we've ever watched. He'd be in my top 50 maybe. Yeah, we, it, easily, it would be. It, and it also might be worth making a list of like guys that weren't like good, but we love. Yeah, that's the list I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they can be good, but wow, Esther just fell back number sixty as we are recording nice. this, which All is right. a nice he's, round number. He's six away from the the record, which um, I think he'll get to, but it's a little scary now. He's pushing it a little bit. I mean, it'd be nice if he got maybe two more bags tonight. Yes, you know? um, but man, most handsome is not as easy to answer as it used to be. Yeah, but you don't have Matt Olson anymore. Let's take a look at some of these mugs. He's still third. Oh, that a baby. 61 bags for Estre Ruiz. <laughs> Zach Geloff looks very young. Not to say he doesn't look handsome, but just very young. And kind of like a alien-like head shape. It's tough that Ramon's not on the team anymore. He would have been a good candidate. Ramon's got that easygoing handsomeness look. Shay Langliers, that's nope, not a good mugshot. You know, mugshots are not a good look. Um, who else? Lawrence Butler. It's not Kevin Smith. This is a this is a young group of players. It's hard. JJ Blade, what is what are you? JJ Blade, JJ Blade is pretty. Could handsome be JJ Blade. Seth Brown is handsome. He's he's got the very strong jaw. He does have a very strong jaw. I mean, true. Tony Kemp is pretty beautiful. Tony Kemp is Tony <laughs> Kemp is a handsome guy. Yeah, are we gonna get? Do, do we give more than one award to Tony? It's Kemp? okay. We, he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Wade would maybe have won the award. Tyler Wade would have won if he stuck around. Tyler Wade would have won. And you know, he's pretty handsome. He was he played twenty six games. Maybe he deserves it. You know, we did. This is a 2023 season recap. And we have also given, we have already given an award to Austin Pruitt, who's no longer on the team. Um, so. You know, Fuji was handsome. Man, this is tough. I think. Joe Boyle was pretty handsome. I think maybe Tony. I think we might have to give I, it to I Tony. I like Tony. Mackie would be pleased. Um, ooh, most desirable beer drinking companion. Ryan good one. Noda, maybe. Ryan Noda, Seth Brown. Seth Brown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lucas Erceg. Trevor May. Trevor May. I think ooh. Trevor May is my answer. I like that. I wonder... If he likes IPAs. <laughs> I, we should find out one day. We should ask him. Most likely to go on to stardom for a different team. Hmm. This one is interesting. I mean, realistically, 
every player has a chance to go on to another team and be good. If you're on the A's, you probably only got like six years max. So, I mean, Mason Miller, if kind of an injury risk. Yeah. Um, Lawrence dude, this one's tough. Butler. I I want to say like Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is like or a Seth, prime. Seth Brown. I, but I feel like Kevin Smith right now is doing what Max Muncy did when he was on yeah, the A's. Yeah, he was just like barely okay. But like also like terrible. You know, like terrible. Obviously not cutting it, yeah. And it and like when people are like and like it, it comes up like not infrequently. But like I work with I work with a couple Dodgers fans. And I remember when I first started working there, they would like come, you know, like, oh you're a Dodgers fan, like, oh, I'm an A's fan. And a couple of them that like watch more baseball than your average fan were like, oh damn, like you guys had Muncie. Like how you guys let Muncie? How you let Muncie just like walk away for nothing? And it was we like you, but like yeah, I mean you gotta like you gotta look at Kevin Smith right now, and, and like that's that's why because like at a certain point, a guy's OPS in five sixty six over like you know a hundred at bats, which isn't five hundred at bats, so it's not the biggest sample size, but he's OPS in five sixty six. You know, like I don't, we can't really give you five hundred at bats mm-hmm. when you're OPS in five sixty six. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if. Kevin Smith ends up on the O's and pops like 28 dingers a couple years. I like it. You yeah. know? Let's make it more specific and it matches with that. Let's say in two years. So like, yeah, Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith. two years from now. Kevin Smith, two years from now, 20 plus season homer for all, someone. All star that is season. not the A's. All-star utility player. Yeah. Okay. And then we already talked about the most on the team award for anyone who pitched at least 45 <laughs> innings, Austin Pruitt. Austin Pruitt. And Austin Pruitt. Not at all created specifically for Austin Pruitt. Also, analytically speaking, maybe the best pitcher we had. Yeah, and so like I also which which does not pass match the eye test, but No, but it's also like I there's a little part of like we got a lot of guys throwing the ball right now that kind of don't pass the eye test. Like, why aren't they Austin Pruitt? Like, mm-hmm. we, you know, like the, it doesn't make a ton of sense. It's probably a little bit of luck involved. We could we could take a deeper dive. One um, day. But also, like, I I can just you know I can we, you can just kind of look at the numbers and be like, they probably should have kept him over like a couple. He should be getting a shot over a couple of these dudes. You know? Yeah. Does like, he want to start? Because maybe. Sure, man. Like, come on down. We we gave you a, an oddly specific award. You should want to pitch for us. Um, pitch for the Oaktown boys <laughs> in our new expansion team in Oakland. Yes, dude. That's yeah. We're getting the ball on it. We're, we're 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 getting the ball on that right now. We're crowdsourcing, guys. <laughs> we're crowdsourcing it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna own the Oakland baseball team, as in all of us, us and you. Um. So awesome. The Pru- Packers do it. Uh, yeah, and. The Oakland Roots are doing it. That's true. That's a better example. It's a more relevant example. <laughs> Austin Pruitt is in the top 6% in the league in hard hit rate, 30.7%. He's also in the bottom 5% in strikeout rate, 15.2%. Uh, that's mm, interesting. So it induces a lot of soft contact. His, here's something. His ERA <laughs> is 2.98. His expected ERA is 4.17. Which is still... Very good compared to the numbers in our bullpen. Totally. Totally. You, you know. make a good point. Um, I'm sure just, the bullpen expected ERA is like 27. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... 
if you ever want to come back and pitch for the A's, Austin Pruitt, we we like you. You have two fans in Oakland for sure. And he did his ERA was two. What did you say? Two point nine eight. Yes. Come on. I'm not asking too many questions at that point. No. Love it. Um, if there's going to be a regression to the mean, then I will ride it out until it regresses to the mean. At this point, because there are some numbers the other direction that have not yet regressed to the mean. So I'm not sure if I believe in regression to the mean so much this year. <laughs> um, anyway, so those are our awards. They are prestigious and those other people that we chose for them. Um, and I think all very deserving candidates uh, that's it on awards. Um, moving on. We got the player look back. I am showing you a player. Show um, me the player. So, here he is. Um, mostly second, but some third and short for the late 90s, early slash mid 2000s A's. Yep. Went to Toronto in 2004. Mm-hmm. Was he good? He was okay, 2004. He had some okay seasons. 111, OPS plus. 99, 99, 2000, 2001, I think even we're like, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. Played second base. It's not Mark Ellis. Mm-mm. Maybe just right before. I mean, I think he was the guy right before Mark Ellis, though. It's not Ray Durham. Kind of in uh, not, maybe an Italian name. It's not Marco Scudero. No. Ah, Frankie Manichino. It is indeed Frank Manichino. <laughs> Very good get. Oh, man. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty... He had, he was, like, okay. He was very likable. He And I think he... The, like, in looking him up, these numbers are, like, slightly better than I thought they were going to be. You know? I think also everyone was hitting. You know? Like, hitting was, was just easier. Time. ERAs were higher and stuff. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, there you go. Frankie Manichino. Nicely done. Thank you. Um, coolest thing you saw in baseball? The Orioles and Rays were duking it out for first place in the AL East. And they, in the same game on Sunday, they both clinched a playoff spot. And then the Orioles were losing when that happened. And then they came back and won an extras. So to like clinch the first playoff spot they've had since 2016, I think it was. With a come major come from behind victory against a direct rival, like at home, very cool stuff. Very cool. It was maybe the super fun, best baseball feel I've had from watching a game all year. Totally. Um, mine happened today, actually, right before we started recording. Oh, he did. That. Adam Wainwright got win number two hundred. I didn't know. And he has been struggling, laboring, and honestly, to their. You know, they just like, I have a lot of respect for honestly most of the way the Cardinals do things. And they just like really let him go. They realize that they stunk anyway. And that like losing a lot of his starts to try to get him to 200 wasn't going to like derail their season. They sucked anyway, you know? So they really, they let him ride. And he got like shelled a number of times. I, I like shudder to even look up his numbers because they're awful. They're I know terrible. they're awful. Yeah, I just watched that Jolly Olive video. Yeah. I, know, I know you pointed that out to me. Uh, it's tough, but I feel like, you know, at least he got to 200. And now he's, and, and you know, he got to, do, I mean, he's done everything else. 
And isn't he like putting on a concert? He's putting yeah. on like a country music concert. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, and I love Adam Wainwright. Me too. I think you he's know? handling it, you know, with grace. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they, it, at least it seems like they probably had a conversation before the year or maybe conversation halfway through the year when they were like, not good. Yeah. He and was, he was good like, last year. That's the shocking part. And, it, you know, I wonder if he was like, yo, can I just like, like, we suck. We're not going to make the playoffs anyway. Can I just like kind of try to get to 200? You know, like it may be bad, but can I try and get there? And they're like, okay. You know, like, yeah, Should sure. Have been man. The situation. Um, Cause yeah, I don't think he's paid. I think that's the last, I think that's probably his last start. Right. I don't even know if he has another start, but he's probably not making it. I don't see the point it. in going another time. No, no, you're good. Um, so yeah, but yeah, lots of love to Adam Wayne, right? And love to the Cardinals for like letting it happen because numbers are numbers are important in baseball, and 200 wins is a good number. I don't know how many people are going to be getting there anymore. Yeah, you know, so um, not many. I'm glad, and I wonder. On, on part of me wonders if that played into it too. If everybody in the situation kind of realized like. I don't know how many more people are going to be getting to 200, buddy. Yeah. Like, we got to let you get there. This might there. be a huge thing one day. Yeah. Um, so that, I think, does it. We Yeah, I think we're good. We decided we're going to stick with our picks from last week because we're not really ready to tally anything up no. yet. So we're going to let them ride. Yeah. And we will talk to you all in another roughly week and a half or so. Yeah, and that works out well because we're tied at 3-3 anyway. Yep. So it'll just be the, it's like a, it's like a championship it'll be the mega round. championship. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is it. That's it for this one. The next time you see Corey, he will have been exposed to Europe. So he'll be a totally different guy. He'll be a new worldly man. Um, but yeah, and then we'll do the last one and then we'll put a nice little bow on this action. The 2023 season is winding down. Not great, but good. You know, fun stuff. Some of it. We've seen what the world is like without baseball, and we still had baseball. You know, we'll probably be able to remember most looking back, like the thing that'll come up the most in like five years. Like Zach, oh, Zach Eloff was a rookie in twenty twenty three, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. We weren't good, and but it was a year Zach oh, and Mason came Miller, up. oh, and Ryan Noda, oh, yeah. and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. Um. So yeah. In the meantime, uh, go Ace. Go Ace. Sell the team. Sell the team. Bye bye.